Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Happy day 41 of the program. Hi, everyone. Um, I was off yesterday. I wasn't feeling so hot. Still not feeling great today. So perfect time to remind you of the sickness protocol that we have. So sickness protocol is all about just really honoring where you're at, especially if you're not feeling well. Make sure that you take the time to feel better. Give the body the time that it needs to repair, rebuild, and detox whatever sickness or virus that you have going on. So um, we are piggybacking the body's natural detox response with this process as a method of helping the body to release fat. Your body detoxes every single day. It doesn't really need help, though it could use support for sure, which is why we're supporting the body in detox when the scale is moving. But your body also detoxes like when you're sick, um, when you have your menstrual cycle, when you have food poisoning, whenever the body's trying to release something out. So although it's a bummer to feel sick, um, it can definitely be used to your advantage, especially when it comes to getting that scale moving, especially when, you know, um, before you get sick, you've been focusing on a program like this, right? And then after you're sick, you get back on to really helping your body be as healthy as possible. So your weight will usually be up. I just got on the scale. My weight is up like a good five, six pounds just from being sick. I haven't really eaten much. I, I had some soup and that was it. So it's normal. Your body's retaining water again because it's trying to detox. Very similar to when the scale is about to move, your weight can go up because the body's retaining water in order to do that. So so um, your weight will usually be up when you're sick. When you lose weight initially when you're sick, that's not that's a sign of a really low, slow-functioning metabolism. So if the scale is normally down for you when you're sick and this time it's up when you get sick, that's actually a really great sign that your body is functioning on a more optimal level. You will either not be hungry at all. In fact, your taste buds will even shut down. This this was what happens a lot of times um, when you're sick is that you can't taste food. That's your body also kind of reinforcing the fact it doesn't want you to eat. It's like not interested in eating food because it would rather focus on getting you better and digestion takes a lot of energy. So your taste buds shutting down also comes into play when it comes to your portions, believe it or not. Your body will let you know when you've had enough. That's one of the signs too. Remember when when you think about this next time you're eating, when you're really hungry, food tastes so good, that first bite, oh my God, it's so amazing. And then as you go, as you go, as you go, it does it's not as flavorful, it's not as good. So even your taste buds are on your side in terms of, it's just another message of letting you know when you've had enough. This, If you, tr- if you have a chocolate bar or anything sweet, especially, um, you'll taste that first bite and it'll be really good. Second bite, good, but not as good. Third bite, not as good. It gets to a point where you're not even tasting it, but you keep going back to it, hoping you're going to get that first kind of flavorful, satisfying bite that you had. So, so this is one of the reasons why your taste buds shut down when you're full and had enough food. Uh, and they also shut down when you're sick because your body's not interested in having you eat. So you won't be hungry at all. A lot of times when people are sick, they're like, well, I don't want my body to use fat and then reinforce the need for it. So there's a massive difference in having your body utilize your emergency energy reserves when it needs it 
as opposed to you being fully functioning and healthy and forcing your body to burn fat and not giving it the nutrients it needs when it's asking for it. So your body releasing fat or utilizing fat to help you get through a period of sickness is not the same as you starving and depriving yourself when you are fully functioning and the body's asking you for food. When you're sick, your body's not even asking you for food. It's like, please don't. I really got to focus on what I'm focusing on. So that's not a concern. And because you're focused on being healthy, your body's happy to release fat when you're sick because every extra pound of fat is hard on your body. It's not healthy for you. So it's happy to release that while you are sick as well. The other side is you could be very, very, very hungry when you're sick. And a lot of times people are like, oh, I just, I had to have something because I was so hungry. A lot of times that just doesn't make sense for the body to be asking for food, especially sweets when you're, when you're sick. That's really just a massive, epic, super loud call for water. You're probably not drinking enough liquids. And this is why you're extra hungry or extra thirsty because you're not giving the body what it needs. And it's asking for that. Um, so, so, um, so don't be afraid to bust out that sickness protocol a lot of times too that we feel like we're like we're like mentally ready to get back at it but our bodies just isn't and so you want to follow that sickness protocol until your appetite comes back or you feel better sickness protocol you can when you have a cold or a flu or whatever also can be used for when you're emotionally like down and and anytime your appetite is being affected so then you just put the program on pause implement sickness protocol and then you pick up where you left off so is in short sickness protocol is not forcing your body to follow the food plan um when you're when you're not really hungry for the food so it's totally okay to skip meals snacks not eat at all um go for lighter foods you know like maybe some soup for lunch rather than a steak and potatoes kind of thing do you know what i mean keep your foods nice and light um so i do i want to get to your questions today i do know we're rolling uh tomorrow we're going to roll out the information uh for week six my goodness back to downsizing now, I know that some of you are freaking out because you're like, my portions are already small. I'm so concerned I'm going to not eat enough. So you, that's not a concern. You have to be really rational about this because all this week we've been focused on, so the first four weeks of the program, all about eating dissatisfaction, six times a day, nutrient-rich foods, constantly giving your body what it needs. So even when you're eating less of those portions, you're still eating six times a day, nutrient rich food. So you're, and also to feed the size body you are now to satisfaction. So you did that for four weeks leading up. You had one period of downsizing, one week of downsizing. You probably noticed that your portions are naturally reducing. You probably noticed that your portions have naturally gotten smaller since you started this program and this whole process in general. This has all been done by eating nutrient-rich foods and giving your body what it needs and eating dissatisfaction for the most part, except for one week of downsizing. Last week, this week, we have been eating back to satisfaction again. Six times a day, nutrient-rich foods, eating to satisfaction. Even when we're just eating enough, when we walk away 10, 15 minutes later to feel satisfied and not full or not stuffed, that's because you're kind of closing the gap on your body recognizing, getting what it needs and starting to process and digest that. So some of you are like, well, I'm so, I'm so concerned if I eat less or with downsizing next week, I'm not going to eat enough. Yeah. You're not going to eat enough for this size body. You want to lose the weight. The whole goal is for your body to downsize and adjust to the amount of food that is coming in. 
Also, a couple things I want you to keep in mind. It, it's normal to, to not feel hungry with eating six times a day nutrient-rich food. Today, I want you to check out the Science Saturday post, even if you're not in the group and you're following along by way of podcast. The Science Saturday um, post is all about your migrating motor complex. So this is a system that kicks in after you're done eating. This is what's responsible for your tummy grumbling after you're done eating. A lot of people are thinking, I just ate, my tummy's grumbling, I'm not hungry, what's going on? Well, the reality is the tummy grumbling isn't really a sign of hunger in most cases it's your migrating motor complex kicking in and that's like a it's like a self-cleaning kind of system um, where which makes sure the food that you just ate gets to where it needs to go. That's what that's all about. That's your tummy squishes and whatever. And that kicks in about 90 minutes. And the 90 minutes after you're eating and before your next meal or snack. So it's not really normal to be eating six times a day. I know this. We know this. I talk about this in the food plan. That's why this food plan that you're following right now is a means to an end. And it's not how you're going to be eating in the end. So most. So this is why with eating six times a day, you're eating way more often than the body could ever need which is why you don't have to worry when you're decreasing those portion sizes with downsizing that you're not giving your body enough food, right? So the other thing is it takes your body time to process and digest your foods. It's not just an instant reaction. Um, like for example, um, raw vegetables can take 90 minutes, nuts and seeds, 90 minutes before they work its way through your digestive system and are actually turned into usable energy. Steak, for example, can take like hours, like up to five hours to process and digest through your system. So you're not like you're not eating to give yourself energy you're actually eating to replenish replenish your your energy or glycogen stores that's what you're doing you're eating to replenish not eating to give yourself energy so even when you're eating six times a day and you're downsizing again and your portions are already small those that goes to show you how much you were overeating before and this will really mess a lot of you up if we are not meant to consume such large portions we don't need them it's what our body's gotten used to and this is I don't know if you're old enough to remember but remember like when when super size first started I'm I'm old enough I'm turning 50 to remember there there was a lot of kerfuffle about the sizes of portions way back I think it ate like probably early 90s uh, maybe even late 80s early 90s when they started to supersize things people got crazy because the size of all our food was just like increasing so rapidly the size of a drink man I take my kids to Wendy's and I get them a small it doesn't even a small drink it doesn't even fit into my cup holder in my car it's insane so the amount of food this is why we have an obesity epidemic like let's break it down and get real right that's why kids are carrying more weight than ever is because the size of portions is increased and the and the sense of norm around that right we go to some restaurants some of the portions that you that you get are just obscene they're just like and we think we think though wow good value for our money right a lot of food good value for our money plus you take a generation that's dealing with food scarcity war times do you know what I mean um, and that that you know that that puts more more value on law larger portions. Well, look at all this food I'm getting. So we've gotten used to physically seeing a lot of food. We've gotten used to more food being the norm of what what we're supposed to eat. So a lot of you are really just getting in tune with proper portion sizes. Did you know that you the human body, and I'm not into a eat meat, don't eat meat. I don't I don't care how you feel about this. This is your own personal thing. But the and I don't understand also why there's like an eat meat or don't eat meat. There there is this range in between. The human body only needs only needs a half a pound of cooked meat protein per week. That's it. 
a half to meet its requirements B12, get all the nutrients that you need, a half a pound of cooked meats. Uh, let me say it again, a half a pound. Most people are eating like pounds of meat a, a, a week, crazy amount. So the body doesn't need a lot of meat in order to fully function properly, right? just needs the right amount. So I'm not eat. I know a lot of you eat more. I'm not saying you shouldn't eat less, anything like that. It's all about being in tune to your body's needs. And everyone is different. But that just goes to show you that we've just gotten used to eating so much food. So it's freaking you the fuck out that your portions are like a lot smaller than what they were. But your portions that you are eating to satisfaction is off the heels of four weeks of being super in tune, eating six times a day, nutrient-rich food, bringing awareness, paying attention, asking for questions, eating to satisfaction, giving your body what it needs. So a lot of you are so used to controlling things on a diet. You're like, well, maybe I should eat more so I can offset my hungry. Maybe I should eat less to get that scale moving faster. No, you should just eat in tune to your body's needs when we're eating to satisfaction. So you really don't have to be concerned about not eating enough on the program simply because you are eating six times a day nutrient-rich foods. I wouldn't look to portion sizes if I were you. If you are concerned about not eating enough, I would look for quality of food and nutrient-rich foods. Make sure you're incorporating proteins, good fats, all of that into your meals so that they feed into your satiety hormones and actually make you feel more satisfied, right? So that's a big thing with downsizing I just want to talk about because a lot of you are feeling my portions are already small. How am I going to make them smaller? Yeah, they may be small, but all this week you've been eating dissatisfaction. So those small portions are making you feel satisfied. So when it comes to downsizing next week, first of all, don't be surprised if you're not hungrier next week. What we are doing with this process is we are decreasing, we are, we are downsizing or we're decreasing or we are reducing your set point. Your set point is the weight that your body is used to functioning at, so you lose the weight, right? You you rejig, your body solidifies that weight, and then you lose more weight, and you're on a plateau, and your body solidifies that weight, and you lose more weight, and eventually you're going to hit your goal weight, and then you're going to help your body to adjust to that weight. Also, simultaneously, we are talking about increasing your metabolism. We're not boosting or any of those crazy nonsense things people talk about. We are actually increasing the rate at which your body functions as it functions on more optimal, optimal levels. So you're having a nice, high, fully functioning metabolism. You may find that your portions actually get bigger as you go. As your body is exporting more energy, it's asking for more in terms of input and the foods that you are eating. So this is why portions are always what they feel like in the moment and never what they look like. So you may be noticing that they're getting smaller, but but being in tune to your portions is just, even in downsizing, is just as much leaving food on your plate as it is to eating all your food, going back for seconds, and then downsizing that second portion. So that's really important. Some of you may get cut off guard in a sense that you're not hungry at all this week and you may be ravenous next week or maybe you're not hungry at all next week and then you're really ravenous and extra hungry the week after right so so it's all about being in tune with those moments and that's why the portions are never what they look like and a lot of you are freaking yourselves out over what your portions look like so I'm going to give you an example if you've ever gotten sick and had the flu and weren't able to eat for a while right when you go back to eating you can't just eat steak and potatoes you know you can't just eat a huge meal you'll notice that when you go back to eating you're like oh I can't eat very much I was sick that's because your body had an opportunity to reset your digestive system into proper portions. And it's not because you were sick. It's because your body reset your digestive system into what would be your normal portions or proper portions. And then you go back to entering life and because of habits, and I'm just used to packing this size lunch and used to packing this size meal and that's my norm. Then it just goes up and then up 
and then up and all of a sudden you're eating those big portions again. So that the, the body doesn't need the amount of food that you think it needs. It needs the right amount of food at the right time. So just to keep that in mind, if you're concerned about your portions getting too small, they're not too small. They're perfect because you've put weeks into being in tune to your body's needs. They may look different than everyone else's portions. They may look different than what you are used to, but what we are used to is just, it's not the norm. It's the norm of what has has become the norm, but it's not what our bodies need. So this is really about getting in tune to our body's needs. So, so ask those, ask those questions. Um, don't be afraid about not eating enough. You're eating six times a day, nutrient rich foods. Again, listen, watch the, not listen, watch the, uh, watch, not listen, not watch, read, <laughs> read that migrating motor complex post. And it's going to tell you it's not normal to be eating this often. That's why moving forward, we're going to have you eating more often, less often, in tune, it's all about getting in tune to your body's needs. So we have a few more steps to get to that point. But when we are done at the end of this program, you're going to be doing what's called personalizing your plan, where you'll be checking in at all those meals and snack time, but not eating every time unless you're actually really hungry for it. Um, so read that over. I'll give you great insight. We're, we got so much. To, we have so much to cover and so much to do over the next. Uh, over the next uh, six weeks. Hi, Manuela. Stress and lots of brain work this round has really made me more hungry, and it's odd to not see my portions go down this round, but that's what my body needs in the moment. Yeah, so really being in tune to that. So when you're stressed out, remember your body's looking, it's rubbing really high. Bump up your fat intake, right? Make sure you're adding good fats to your meals to feed into your satiety hormones. Also, remember, don't don't compare. If this is your second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever, sixth time around, don't compare what you did last time. It was a different season. It was a different time to what you need to do this time and where your body is at, right? So it's winter time. You may need to bump up those fats a little bit. Like for example, don't like maybe in the, maybe in the spring and summer when you were having that veg snack, all you needed was like some carrots, right? Now you might need carrots with some hummus with a slice of cheese on the side of it. That's where you like don't just if you're eating your veg if you're eating your veg snack on its own, you definitely should be combining that with a protein and fat. That's always been maximizing your efforts. Where but in the spring and summer, for example, you might not have needed that. You might have just wanted something light, and now you need something a little bit heavier. So make those small adjustments. And make sure you're feeding into that. Hi, Anne. Good morning. I reached another low this morning, and I will keep up with my water, meals, and snacks. Yeah, so so supporting the body in detox. Once that scale starts to move, this is where you want to stay on top of it. So the funny thing is about detox, as soon as you, or it's sickness even, right? Like, like your my body is like um, I'm craving carbs and sugar because it knows that because it needs more water but water is just like the last fucking thing that's appealing to me right now but it's what I need and the same thing when your scale is moving and your body's detoxing and releasing fats um, you, your body's retaining water because it needs more water but for some reason water is just not appealing so that's where you have to really stay on top and be mindful to get that water in and support that body and detox once that scale starts to move. I might follow the sickness protocol this week as Hubs has COVID and I'm stressed. I'm so glad I'm out of uh, my rut this week, two pounds down. Uh, your live regarding sabotage really kicked my butt into high gear. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Yeah. Um, so, so sabotage has been a hot topic this week. It's A lot of you are doing this program well past you've done any other diet before. Maybe that's freaking you out. We're really just focused on being so proud of yourself. Take the dieting out of it nutrient-rich foods, drinking water to be hydrated, being mindful, prioritizing yourself, you know, minding your sleep and your stress and trying to move your body and do all these things just to be super healthy in general. Do you know what I mean? Take the weight loss pressure out of it. That alone deserves a massive pat on the back. The people can freak themselves out for so many reasons. Even as we start to reinforce that this program works, that we do like our Livy Loser Spotlights, 
or spill the tea segments, more and more people are commenting about their weight moving, even though that's bringing the fact that this is reality to you, it can freak a lot of people out. You've been here before, maybe you've gained it back, like you're nervous about what happens if you do reach your goal, you've been after this for so long. Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of reasons we can sabotage ourselves out of fear, fear of failure. Oh my goodness, what if it doesn't work for me? Out of fear of success, what if it does work for me? So that's really a hot topic. We actually have a part two. That's how, that's how big of a conversation science um, sabotage is because we actually have a part two to to the different ways that people can show up and sabotage themselves setting intentions though which is a post we I think we released that yesterday setting intentions right like show up this is why this is why it's great practice whether you are in the group or just using the app or listening to the podcast to show up each day watch the check-in video right or you know set your intentions in the app or if you're following along at home listening by way of podcast set your intentions in a journal, right? Good morning to myself. These are the things I'm focusing on today. It's basically saying I am still here. I'm still working towards this process. The focusing on this thing, these things are going to help me get one step closer to my goal. Also practice gratitude in that and being really proud of yourself and and, and positive self-talk. That's really, really huge, especially if you're really wired to like negative down or self-talk, like even just talk negatively, negatively to you brings you down, right? Being frustrated keeps you stuck. Do you know what I mean? All that energy is just very, it moves you backwards and you want to do things that are really forward moving. Setting your intentions, right? Being really proud of yourself, making a plan for yourself, reinforcing the things that you're doing. Very forward moving energy, right? So show up, set those intentions each day, right? So whether you're stressed or you're sidetracked or you're distracted, you got some busy things going on, that's just reinforcing, hey, I'm doing this, right? And then the end of day reflections as you go to bed. It's also going to help you sleep, right? These are the things I did really well today. I'm really proud of myself. Maybe I felt like shit, but I, you know, kept up with my water or I was mindful to do this. Or maybe maybe I didn't do great, but I didn't do really, I didn't eat, eat a bunch of junk that made me feel awful either. Massive win, right? Like recognize how you were functioning before you got into this program and process, right? And, and really be honest with that. And, you know, sometimes just not eating a bag of chips at night or, or, or for breakfast is a massive win for you. Do you know? what I mean like take the wins where you can get them and then those end of day then those end of day reflections but sickness protocol um it can be used when you, whenever your appetite is being affected for anything that you're doing so if you're feeling really super emotional you have a breakout maybe someone in your you know breakup or someone in your in your life passed away or you're just really super stressed but watch when you're super stressed that then you're not just eating a bag of chips for breakfast right you know, this is where you have to also recognize sometimes we have to keep ourselves on track and I always use the example of when my son was in the hospital and I had to keep showing up and I had to stay healthy. So although I didn't want to eat, I knew that I needed the energy to actually eat. So that was very kind of that thing that emotional. Now I just kept it light. I did the bare minimum, but I made an attempt. So in following that sickness protocol, that's where you might be like checking in with yourself, making good choices for yourself. Maybe go for something nice and light, like a soup. Do you know what I mean? Rather than something heavier for lunch and just being mindful to really just take care of yourself. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, third round for me, hi Joanne, down 11.4 pounds, 24 in total for my first round. Yeah, it's amazing how it adds up, adds up, adds up. But the exciting thing is, is not the weight at all. It's how you're just getting healthier and healthier and healthier and more in tune and more tuned. We had a great conversation with Sean Hogan. Um, if you missed it or spilled the tea, definitely worth checking out. It's not, av- not all available as a podcast. Um, really just, that's what I love about talking to people who've done a couple of groups is really this just the, the, the progression, right? Not just the weight lost over group, over group, over group, but the, the personal journey and what you're learning and how you're leveling up and being even more in tune and just bringing that sense of awareness, like just just in general to living your life, you know, it just, this, this whole process puts you in tune to not only what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, but everything in your life that, that works for you, that makes you happy, that doesn't work for you. Do you know what I mean? Just really also figuring out who you are and what you want. Like, you know, some of us so disconnected and just like, you know, we want to live our best lives, but we're not even, we don't even know what we want. We're not even in tune to that, you know? So this is a big part of that whole process. Looking forward to downside again hi Shannon that's where my mind and body connection really kicks in no distractions when I'm watching TV I sometimes forget to be aware of what my body is telling me yeah so you can do this on any week even outside of downsizing but just constantly asking those four questions I promise you the goal is to not ask these four questions for the rest of your life the goal is to ask these questions so often that they just become second nature I don't even I don't even have to like start to eat my food to know how I'm going to feel after eating my food. I can see some of the waiter bringing my food. I'm already going to know. I'm already going to know before I even eat it, the food on my plate, if it's going to be enough, too much, whatever. I don't even have to eat it at all. I also know how I'm going to feel after eating something. I know without eating a Big Mac right now, how I'm going to feel after eating a Big Mac. It's going to make just make me feel gross and awful. And it's definitely not what I want right now. I know how I'm going to feel if I eat a bowl of chips right now. I'm going to love the first salty taste. Then I'm just going to feel wet and wish I wouldn't have eaten them. I know if I eat a bowl of candy right now, that might taste sweet off the top, but it's going to not make me feel good. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't even have to, uh, fruit, fruit feel right now, fruit, a couple slices of fruit, something really super juicy like pineapple or something right now is something that I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking about fruit and just by saying fruit, I immediately, my brain is going through all the different fruits I've ever had. My mouth is actually watering. I'm not probably because I'm dehydrated and thirsty. So my brain, my body's like, yeah, I eat the damn juicy fruit. I need more water here. It's probably, that's probably that. See how quickly that happens? Like just going, naming some things I know I don't want. I immediately went into what I do want. And not only the fruit, which is appealing to me, it's cold. I'm, I got my throat hurts, but some like fresh, juicy fruit. And immediately, you know, I go to pineapple, which is kind of juicy. And then my mouth starts watering. Like this is my body, like working for me and telling me, what I want you know and so this asking these four questions are going to make that happen super fast like I don't I don't sit there and go through that it literally happens in seconds in my brain you know like if I'm hungry I'll open my fridge door and I'll just go through what I want proteins like do I want vegetables do I want this what do I want that immediately this is where I'll know sometimes I'll be like ah I'm actually not hungry when, and when I go through my fridge and I open it I think I'm hungry and I open it and nothing is appealing to me chances are I just need to drink some water 
Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm probably just needing some water. Oh, yeah, I haven't drank water in three days. Probably that's what I need, you know. So, <clears throat> sorry, that's what asking those questions is all about. So really dig into those. Really dig into those. Good morning. Hi, Sonia. Happy long weekend. Down 20 pounds of today. 80% there. Been at it since September. It takes time and patience, but it's possible. Have faith in the process. Yeah. So it is the long weekend. Uh, here in Canada, we had family day on Monday. Um, I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. Don't stress. Make a plan for yourself. That's all I got to suggest. Re recognize weight loss is based on momentum. The more you can do to keep it together and just have the extras be extras, the better. Obviously, think about how you want to feel on that scale. Make choices that make you feel good Ultimately, you can't go wrong. Patience. I don't know whether it's the fact I have four kids or whatever. I just find that people don't have patience anymore. I also know it's a lot deeper than that. We're, we're used to instant gratification. We're also told, especially by the diet industry, that you can lose 20 pounds in two days. You know, we read it on the magazines and we hear it and, you know, we see it on social media, you know, 21 days, lose all your weight, whatever that might be. And so people also, you've been doing this for a really long time. Your patience is probably wearing thin when it comes to losing weight, the time and energy you might put into it. But people are really, to me, I've learned a couple of things is that, and maybe it's just because I'm, I'm at, I'm that midway point in my life where, you know, usually the things I want come together when I do the work, but never on the timeline that I want, never on the timeline that I want. And usually, you know, when I am working towards something, time goes by so fast. It just goes by so fast, my goodness. And if just every single day you're doing little things to get you to where you want to go, it's amazing how quickly in hindsight, you're going to look back and be like, wow, my goodness. Like, look at the pandemic the last three years. What the hell? My kid said to me the other day, did we really, was there really a pandemic where, and I was like, yeah, there really was. It's like, we've forgotten. And, and I know a lot of people are still struggling in the pandemic. People are still getting sick. It's still an issue for a lot of people. So I'm not saying it's over because it's not over, but for the most part, my kids in their minds are back to normal. You know, they're not wearing masks they're going to school. They're doing things. So to them, it's kind of over because they're not watching the news and they're not doing, they're not into any of that. So it just goes by so quickly. And so a lot of people are just not patient and in not getting what they want when they want it, it causes them to actually not do it, it rather than dig their heels in and be more consistent about it to actually have the opposite effect. Well, it's not having fast enough for me, so I'm not motivated. So I'm eating all the chips and I'm not doing anything. And I'm always like, how is that ever going to get you to reach your goal? Like your desire to lose this weight, chances are, isn't going to go away. And I'll tell you why you can love yourself all you want, it's not going to stop the voice in your head, which is your body telling you, I feel like shit. This extra weight is hard on me. We need to do better. I need to feel better. You need to drink more water. You need to eat more fruits and vegetables. You need to eat that voice when you, that when you feel uncomfortable in your body, love is not going to make that go away. So that desire to lose weight, you are not still here in week week five out of vanity, put it that way. You may have signed up for vanity, but you are not here five weeks later due to vanity. That is not what's going to keep you going. It's great to fit your ass into those jeans or to be able to wear that bikini or that dress or you want to, but really that's not what it's all about. Don't we all just want to wake up and just look good and feel good and have the energy to truly live our best lives, right? You know what I mean? So, so it's, it's good to really kind of, you know, reassess where you're at, do those, do those, set your intentions each day, have a really strong why and try to be patient. And by patient, I don't mean don't do anything. 
I don't mean don't like go after it, do all the things like just don't don't sit there and just wait till it happens. But there is something to be said about, you know, being a little bit more patient with this process, especially because you truly want this to be the last diet that you ever do. Like that's the goal here. It's not just losing your weight. It's losing it finally and forever. That's the difference. I don't want a subscription service. I want for most of you to not buy into a year of paying me your money. I want you really essentially to lose your weight as quick as possible in the healthiest way possible and move on with your freaking life and, and, and forget that you ever, you know, had this experience or forget you ever had to wait to lose it. Just literally go live your life. Do you know, I don't want lifetime memberships. You shouldn't need a lifetime membership in order to lose weight, maintain your weight, none of those things. We do have a maintenance group that we do have where you can literally, $75, it gets you into the group. And then some people use it for a couple weeks. Some people use it for months. Some people might use it for years. Some people might just pop in because they love the conversation and the guests and whatever. That's it, one price. And what that does, it gives you access to people answering your questions. Because we want you to be successful. We want you to move on. There's no lifetime. It's not, it's $75. It's pay one price. It's not a monthly subscription service if we're trying to take your money. So this has got, this, this, when you're visualizing the end game, is not just reaching your goal. It's like moving on with your life. That's, that's that, you know, why are you, what's motivating you to do this, right? And then what does the end of this process look like? There's got to be an end to this program and this process, you know? Um, oh man, sometimes I swear there is a gremlin in my tummy. My migrating motor complex is strong and loud. Yeah, you're going to notice that, especially as we start. A lot of you are noticing your migrating motor complex when you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Your tummy's grumbling, feels like it's eating itself. It's not that you're hungry. It's your migrating motor complex getting to work because it's not doing that during the day. <laughs> That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Um, <coughs> I got to get going. So let me do a couple, couple more of these. Where was that? My coworkers. Where was that one? Where was that one? Where was that one? Where was that one? Coworkers at work are um, at are comp coworkers at work complimented me. Hi Doris on my new scrubs. I said they're not new. Same pants I've had forever. They're just baggy now. Biggest non-scale victory. No one asked if I lost weight. So funny, and I don't care that they didn't. Another non-scale victory. Love this program and this community. Yeah, we have the best community. You're right. So in this in the, with this process, you're gonna lose healthy weight loss is lost in layers. It's lost in layers, not in any one spot that looks dramatic. And so you might not have people noticing. They're going to be like, wow, you look different. Oh, you look good. Or, wow, what's going on with you? That's the compliment. Not like, oh my God, you look like you haven't eaten in a, you know, in a month. Like that's not the compliment. That's not the complicate compliment you want. So that's a great compliment. Um, we're, we are going to get into how people can be weird about, um, especially where, I mean, they've always said weird things when it comes to weight loss. People have been weird. The same people who rag on you to lose weight are the same people who are going to stop you to tell you you're focusing on it too much or to stop losing weight. Like it's very, some people will say the weirdest shit. Some people won't say anything at all. It's just a weird place where the diet industry is at right now. And that's a conversation we're going to start having too, is how to handle people's reactions to your weight loss, to your new lifestyle, to the fact that you're still doing this, you know, months into it, you know, and people can think that you're obsessed. You're obsessed about this. Well, no, you're not obsessed about it. First of all, if you were obsessed about this, what is more, what is, what's a better thing to be obsessed about than being in tune to your body's needs, giving your body what it needs, helping your body be as healthy as possible, helping your body release fat in the healthiest ways. Do you know what I mean? And physically and mentally. So if there's something to be obsessed about, this is a good thing to be obsessed about, you know, at the end of the day. So we are going to talk about um, kind of handling people's reactions to that for sure. 
Um, let me see if I can do a couple more of these. This is so funny because I'm feeling like shit. Tony was like, can you even go on this morning? And I'd kind of talk to see if my, my, yesterday my throat was like glass and I just, I couldn't even see my eyes were so watering. And he's like, and so like literally five minutes with this way, I look like this. I literally just <laughs> still in my pajamas and roll out of bed. And here I am. No, I don't want to get off. No, I don't want to get off. I love this conversation. Yesterday, I was feeling extra hungry, so I added a bonus snack. I had skipped breakfast, so I was sure to eat some eggs this morning. Yeah, so this is why, you know what I mean, just kind of regulating those hunger levels. This is why you definitely, if you're feeling extra hungry at night, a couple of things. Feeling extra hungry could be a sign that you're heading into detox, right? Normal to be extra hungry before the scale moves the next day. Also, could be a sign that you need more water. Also, maybe that you don't need more food. You just make, need to make the foods that you are eating more nutrient-rich, right? Make sure you're adding good fats to, to your meals and, and whatnot. Um, and then I love this, right? So if you notice that you needed to add in an extra snack yesterday, make sure you're getting in that breakfast. A lot of people are like, I'm having such a hard time not eating at night. And then I ask them if they're eating breakfast and they're like, no, because I'm not hungry for it. So that's always a benefit and always maximizing to eat that breakfast regardless, right? Ha, here's Paula. This week I noticed I wasn't really hungry for breakfast. I'd had my lemon water and felt like I could wait to eat, but I'm an OR nurse and I don't know when I'll get a break. Some days my first break is at 11. Others, it could be 8.30 AM. I'd go ahead and eat breakfast because I didn't think I'd be able to wait five hours to eat. Is this wrong? Should I not eat and risk the ravenous? It is when it comes to breakfast, a 100% breaking the fast, a massive benefit, maximizing your efforts. It is way better to eat earlier in your day. You can skip breakfast, but absolutely. If you want to get the most out of this program, this process, going for that higher protein breakfast is so beneficial for so many reasons from the get go. So I definitely would have the have the breakfast have the breakfast for sure um it's really hitting home that I'm not putting enough focus on getting into with my body round one move the scale so easily that's that real physical right you're focused on what to eat and when and physical changes this time is so much more mental I understand what you mean when you say that time for some journaling to get back and focus yeah especially if you've been successful the first time around it's a real you know you can do this you know you got time you know what I mean it's almost like you can get in your own way being confident I want you to be confident but sometimes we're overconfident we actually get in our way of doing the things that we know we need to do for so many reasons you know so many reasons this is my first round I know I have to trust the process but I wonder if I'll ever make the mind-body connection yeah I mean this is where sure you want to listen to our members like like the like just what I said um, just what I just read, our previous member, you know, talking about second time around, definitely more of a mental game. Um, what you want to do is just really be all in asking those four questions. Really set your intentions. It's going to make this whole process more mindful. Do those end of day reflections. It's going to make this whole process more mindful. Um, really be open and aware to the changes that your body's making. Really be open. Pay attention to your, your mental dialogue before, at, during, and after you're done eating. You know, not just asking those four questions and after you walk away, follow that with being be mindful and aware of the internal dialogue that you have going on right like all of that is just practicing mindfulness practicing mindfulness will, will naturally make you more in tune to your body's needs it's going to take time um, you know, like if you've been disconnecting from your body since you're a kid, eating everything off your plate, not eating when you're hungry, sleeping when you're tired, drinking when you're thirsty, following years and years of dieting, and I don't know your history where you're purposely hungry but starving and depriving yourself and forcing your body to burn fat. Do you know what I mean? This is these are things that just completely disconnect. Not honoring your feelings, not prioritizing yourself in your own life, putting saying yes to things that you want to say no to. Like it far extends your mind-body connection beyond 
um, just what you're eating. Going into situations that you feel nervous about, but you do them anyway, and then walk away and be like, I shouldn't have done that because you didn't trust yourself. You didn't trust your feelings. You didn't honor your feelings. So you did things for other people. You put yourself in situations that you didn't want to be in just because you felt bad or you didn't want to upset anybody. Like all of that creates a real big disconnection in yourself and not making choices that make you feel happy. Like we kids do this, right? Kids are so selfish because they just focus on what makes them happy, what they want. They don't give a fuck what anyone else wants or what anyone else thinks or any of those things. I think truly that's how we should live our lives because like living our lives for someone else makes our lives really unfulfilling. We're at a constant, even marriage, for example, is a constant state of compromise. You know, that's why you got to, I'm really mindful of that. My second relation, my, my going into my second marriage with Tony is like, I want him to do the things he wants to do. I don't want to stop him from being him and him pursuing his goals and how, doing the things that he wants to do, even though, you know, I'd rather him spend every minute of his life with me. You know what I mean? Like I, I want him to be independent from me because I want to be independent from myself. There are some things, obviously we might need to make compromise, but I think sometimes we get into this, we just constantly compromise everything to the point that when we do actually make choices for ourselves we feel really guilty about it we feel we feel guilty about taking time for ourselves or doing things that make us happy you know whether it's your friendships or your family situation or whatever it might be it's it's hard sometimes for other people when we make choices that make us feel good and that really we're happy about and when it comes to really truly designing your best life that's what that's about is being in tune with what works for you what doesn't work for you what you know your food choices that make you happy you know what I mean your relationships that make you happy your work environment that make you happy. Do you know what I mean? That's what that's what it's all about. So so being in tune in that mind body connection is not just with food. It's with everything. It's also about going into those fields. And a lot of times we want to push them away, stuff them down, whatever. It's about really going into those fields to really understand where we're at, what we're feeling, what we're dealing with, and then be able to deal with those things and then move past them, right? So that there's a lot to that mind, there's a lot to that mind body connection. That's my whole point. So you absolutely will get you are this is something that you're born with. This isn't something that we are creating out of the blue and something that's not attainable. You already have it in you. You already have it in you. You just have to remember and bring it out. And we're doing that through practicing. Practicing like setting your intentions. Practicing like asking those four questions. Practicing by being aware. Practicing by when we say something negative, then throw something positive at ourselves. Practicing by just, sometimes we're practicing by eating that thing that we think that we want. And then in, it's in realizing we didn't really want it or what happens after we have it. This way, it's not about being perfect. What you can learn by not doing the things and having the things that aren't maximizing your efforts is just as important in this process as the things that you are. So, so many opportunities. This is just one massive lesson in self-love and being in tune. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Thanks everyone for joining me today. Um, just a quick reminder that this is the one, the lives are the one post that we generally don't circle back around and answer any questions in written form. So if you asked a question today that you want someone to provide an answer for, make sure you copy and paste it, put it over on the question of the day page or any of the other posts, and the team will make sure to get around uh, to it. Um, the rest of the weekend going to be pretty quiet. Make Be sure to check out that Science Saturday post. If you're not in the group listening by way of podcast, it's available on our website. Definitely worth checking out tomorrow we're going to roll out the information for downsizing so remember you are taking what you learned the first time you're downsizing and being all in it is the last 
week of downsizing that we're going to be messing with the portions like that. So make sure you're all in with it. Ask as many questions as you need to be super clear and common, especially those of you who are returning. Just because you're a returning member, don't think that you know it all. Do ask all the questions that you need. You know, just entitled to ask all the questions and take up all the space that you need second, third, fifth, sixth time around as you did the very first time around. So don't be shy about that. Have an amazing weekend, everyone. I will not be going live on Monday. It is the holiday here, so I'll be spending time with my family. Um, so I won't see you then, um, but I'll see you all on Tuesday. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.